Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Right, well, I'm going to sound a bit different this week, but fuck is, yesterday I came into my studio to find some of the ceiling had come in, into the room, as it does, onto my laptop and my laptop was just having a lovely little swim in a puddle that had come through the ceiling and this morning I come in and more of the ceiling has decided to join the party on my desk so I promise you I absolutely promise you if you lot are not entertaining this week I am going to cancel this forever okay the whole thing forever okay and I'm just gonna I don't know mend ceilings for the rest of my life Hello. God, what a week I'm having. <laughs> Honestly, if I were JRF, this would be a 20-minute monologue, but I'm not, so I'll save yous. <laughs> I mean, come on, you got to laugh, because otherwise you'll just end up crying, and I mean, we've all been there. And, uh, you know, as I said before, this isn't therapy. It's actually supposedly a light entertainment format. So, um, chins up, plural. Uh, welcome back to those of you who have been before. Fresh faces. Don't worry. It does get easier over time. <laughs> After today, weekly podcast. Unfortunately, I have to keep on churning this out on a weekly basis on a Thursday. You're welcome. Me talking. Debbie over there doing a business. Maya and Tim over there on the other side. God, that sounded like they were dead. <laughs> no, they're just they're just in a different place. Aren't we all just in a different place? There's metaphors coming at us left, right and centre today. Uh, and you lot, you're listening like a nosy neighbour against a wall with a glass. Again, we've all been there. As I said, I need cheering up this week because, oh, well, call it as it is, on Sunday I was assaulted. I know, I know. And then also, as I said, my ceiling came in and decided to kill my laptop. And I tell you what, frankly, today, I'd much rather be in bed right now. So I tell you what, this is a threat. You better make it fucking good, all of you. So Debbie, warm up the answer machine. I think I'm just about ready to talk to the general public and make some evaluations on their life. (laughs) 
Hi, it's Scotty Babs. Just a quick one. Did I get that job? Did I? Bollocks. Oh, and talking about minor tragedies. Auntie Jan's got the long COVID. Keeps wandering around the entertainer looking for Batman pants for our Simon. The man's 46. <laughs> well, Pauline, it's lovely to hear from you. And I'm, I'm ashamed. Ashamed? <laughs> Wrong word, but I am ashamed. I'm disappointed you didn't get your job in the arts de institution because, well, it would have been nice, wouldn't it, for you to get out the house a bit. So I've got an idea. Why don't you call us up with your curricular, curriculum vitae, um, ECV, you know, that one in Latin, and um, with what your skills are, and we'll see collectively if the After the Tone Gang can sort out a, a career path for you, babe. I think that'd be nice. Hello, Scotty. It's Ashley here. I'm a long time listener and lover of you. So I've just listened to your episode asking about like worst job interviews that we've ever had. It was quite traumatic. It took me back to when I lived in London and I was trying to get a job. And I had an interview for like this silver service thing where you can hire them to do events and stuff and I called it the civil service <laughs> throughout the whole of the interview and then when they asked to see me carry the plates to the table with me thumping and the everything shattering and banging and stuff it sounded like a one-man band I sounded like bait off Mary Poppins that's niche but yeah that is my worst job interview also want to just clarify it sounds weird because I'm in the bath I actually got the job I'm only joking no I didn't get the job <laughs> lovely to hear from you Ashley look at that I think all calls actually technically should come from the bath for after zone be nice to do an, a, a bath episode wouldn't it anyone who follows me on the internet hashtag <laughs> hashtag Oh, I'm turning into me nan. At Scotty is fat. You'll know over on the Instagram's quite partial to a bath. Very much into putting a bit of sage in there as well. Oh, yeah, because, you know, she likes to be modern and down with the children. I draw the line at crystals and tarot, though, as we all know. Now, when you first said silver service, instantly, this shows you how actually common I am. I thought, like, it was something for older people. <laughs> I thought... I thought, oh, isn't that lovely? You went for a job looking after old people. Then I realised she meant actually it's like four forks and 29 spoons on the table. And the game is that you've got to work out which one to use with what thing that they give you. A moose bouche indeed, dear. Chance to be a fine thing. That Mary Poppins reference. <laughs> it's lovely that I make myself laugh here, isn't it? All things considering. It's just a shame that I don't make anybody else laugh. <laughs> <laughs> now, the Mary Poppins reference, you are right, it is quite niche. I knew where you were going with it. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, lovely to hear from you, Ashley. Please call again. Hi, Scotty. Hi, producer Deb. It's Kate from a while back. I was listening to the most recent podcast and hearing you talk about all the smells you do and don't like. And I just got really jealous because <laughs> I currently have COVID and I'm isolating all on my lonesome, and I haven't smelt a fucking thing in ages, literally nothing, it's so strange trying to cook, 
and eat when you can't taste a single thing. So it's nice to be reminded of smells. So if anyone's got any good favorite smells to remind me of, I would be very grateful. Much love. Bye. Oh, hello, Kate. Well, I mean, I'm, you said Kate from a while back. Now, I don't know if that's a name that you've given yourself or the fact that you have called up before, but I can't remember you for toffee. But maybe that's the COVID. It's affected your voice. And whilst we're at it, don't you sound like you're from like a production of The Lion, Witch and Wardrobe? You just sound enchanted. Do you know what I mean by that? You know, some people, they just sound like they're out of a Disney film. And I'd say that this person, Kate, sounds like that as well. Hello. Welcome to the magical, mystical world. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I couldn't put up with that. Children, I don't know if you can hear them outside. Talking to each other in a playground. How very dare you? Some of us over here are trying to record a yet to win an award podcast over here. Whilst you think you're getting an education in Salford, as if. Now, anyway. (laughs) Now, favourite smells... There is one, you know, people quite like petrichor, don't they? And if you don't know what that is, I'll tell you, you don't have to Google it. I'm a nice person like that. It's the smell of rain on concrete, petrichor. Yeah, lovely, isn't it? I'm a big fan of petrol. (laughs) Oh, I'll tell you what, the other day, treated myself on the weekend because it was payday. I mean, you know... (laughs) as regular as a freelancer, can have a payday. And um, I bought myself a fancy vetiver. Oh, yeah. I think vetiver is like the queer scent because loads of queers that I know really like it. Anyway, that's my dealings. But Kate's got a question for the room. What's your favourite smell? Feel free to call up and let us know what that is in an enchanted voice. Also, I wanted to pop on and, A, give me chippy tea order now. Being from Liverpool, I enjoy a sausage dinner, which unfortunately does have gravy, as you all seem to hate, but makes me think of my granddad, who's no longer with us. So it's a massive, massive comfort food to me because he would get one on the way home from the pub. So a massive comfort food, a sausage dinner. And I've learned so much about being a big gay from this podcast. And I hope you all have a fab week. Thanks, Scotty, and producer Deb, and the new crew. Speak to you later. Bye. Well, first off, you started your message with also, so I can only assume that um, Tim and Maya over there in the hotline desk have cut you off because you were probably boring, but I'm just putting that out there. Anyway, you said you're from Liverpool land. I mean, you know, I don't want to cast aspersions here but that sounded very much like a plastic scouse accent that sounded like someone from southport that wanted to claim the glory of the one that is liverpool so you thought oh i'd say because i am a scouser i know it's a very broad church of the people who like to identify as scouse but i'm just saying if it's not a liverpool postcode are you really anyway by the by god i'm really going for our people talk today (laughs) Those living glass houses. My God, lucky this podcast doesn't come with fucking subtitles the way that I talk. A sausage dinner, chance to be a fine thing. Now, I just want to set the record straight here, person who's called up, because you said, oh, we're all against the sausage suppers. No, we're not. No. It's the gravy which many of us have a problem with. It's not just me. 
Other people called up as well. I know there was a big contingent of people in the north of Englandshire that listened to this who, you know, would cut their mum for fucking gravy. I mean, actually, if you cut themselves, gravy probably came out the amount of fucking gravy that they drink. I mean, it's a fucking glorified beverage up here, let alone a condiment. I don't like swimming food. Okay, so there's just that. Now, I just want to pick up on something you said, that you said you learnt something about being a big gay over here. How dare you? This isn't a gay podcast for gay people. I couldn't think of anything. I'm actually possibly the most homophobic person you would meet. I can't abide a gay man. A gay man. How vintage. People still identify as gay man. Not for me. Not in my house, thank you very much. If you're a big fat dyke, on the other hand, hello, I think you'll learn something from this podcast, okay? (laughs) The gays can be very dull. I guess that's what I'm saying. I just don't want to be put into the same basket as a very dull group of people. I remember when gays used to be edgy, hun. Do you know what I mean? Nowadays, they're all just... Russell Tovey lookalikes, aren't they? It's a shame. Once upon a time, the gays had something going for them, but now they're just very plain, beige. You know, it's all, oh, we're we're just like you, mate. (sighs) We're definitely not. Oh, I'm nothing like a heterosexual person, and I'm okay with that. Do you know what I mean? Which heterosexual person do you know can fit a fist up the bum? I shouldn't have said that. I definitely shouldn't have said that. Delete that, Debs. If you want, keep it. I mean, I couldn't care less. I've said worse in my time. Hiya, Scotty. It's Pablo from Vancouver, Canada. I'm not calling up to moan about Canada, how you pronounce words, or food. But I am going to complain about how you talk about writing a review. No one's written a review. I wrote a review for you a long time ago, and you haven't read it. You haven't acknowledged it. So I decided I'm just going to read it out to you, so that way the review is heard by you, but also heard by everyone else. Here goes. October 9th, 2020, Pablo Griff. Like Dear Abby, but more camp and no advice. I look forward to grabbing me a cuppa, sitting down and listening to After the Tone. What wisdom comes forth? From serial killers to poo stories and puff rants. You can always find something for yourself. I highly recommend this gem of a cast. And cast is spelt like comma C-A-S-T. Just because it's like really, really cool. Really, really cool. Anyway... Love the show. Love you. Thanks to everyone. Talk to you later. Tra, tra, bye. Well, Pablo Griff, I'm going to put this into the drawer known as complaints because there was definitely a tone to your voice there, Pablo. I'm just saying. Now, is it any wonder why I didn't read out that review? Because did it make any fucking sense? Dear Abby, who's fucking Abby when she's at home? Puff rants? Since when have we spoken about fucking pastry? Jim of a cast? Do you know what? I ain't got a fucking clue what that review meant. You could have just spat in my face and I would have been none the wiser. So we'll put that in the complaints drawer, Debbie. Debbie, put it in the complaints drawer. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Pablo, of course it was. All right. Cheers, Pablo. Thanks so much for your call. Always a pleasure. Always a fucking chore.
<laughs> oh, I'm having a lovely time. Still to come on the show, we've got talk of slugs, sex with Tories. Oh, God. There's a juicy 10-second confession. Oh, and the carer is on top form. But before that, we actually do have some nice things to read out this week that you lot have been saying on the internet, unlike last week. Thank you very much. Pablo... Oh, no, not Pablo. <laughs> I was thinking about Pablo's complaint there. Catherine says, oh, they've done it again. They've piqued my interest. Well, I mean, that is the whole point of a podcast. Do you know what I mean? You sort of say it begrudgingly, Catherine. They've piqued my interest. This week on After the Tone, Pia Mash was mentioned, and I'm gripped to hear people's orders. I once tried to get some Pia Mash in Camden. It turned out to be one of those alternative deconstructed Pia Mash with only four options on the menu, all of which cost about the same of a small farm. Ugh. <laughs> Now, I can relate to this because I'm from Camden, North London for life. And so, yeah, I know exactly the ilk of which the hipsters have come in and tried to, um, in their words, elevate working class food. In my words, to fucking destroy the town that I come from. So thank you very much, Catherine. Catherine posted that via the Twitter, hashtag after the term POD. Get involved in the conversation over there if you don't want to leave us a little voicemail. And we got a review from Chris Sweeney of Homo Sapiens fame. Oh, if you haven't heard it over there, it's a good giggle over there. This podcast is a dream. Scotty for president, big love heart. Oh, I wouldn't want to be president, Chris. No, thank you very much. Anyway, I will be guesting over on Homo Sapiens coming up very soon. Remember, this is an independent space and we rely on you giving us about, well, about a coffee a week, essentially, to keep this place going. For that, you will get to see my show notes before anybody else. You get the backstage gossip and we all have a little bit of a chat with each other. Patreon.com forward slash after the tone. If you can, you must. If you can't, don't worry about it. You can help in other ways. Also, if you want to join in on any of these conversations, if you want to talk about slugs, oh, for fuck's sake, if you've got a complaint like Pablo or if you want to talk about pie and mash like Catherine, you know what you've got to do. You've got to open up the WhatsApp. I said that like a German person. Look at me, I'm just trying to be inclusive. You've got to open up the WhatsApp and send a voice note to this number. 0788 200 3420 And support us on the Patreon. And get backstage access to more knobheads like you. Right, enough of me waffling on. Let's get on with the rest of the show and see what you bunch of dickheads think is vital for me to know. Ah, yeah. Okay, I've got three things I'm going to try and say quite succinctly. First off, I called last week to talk about estrangement from family, and I just wanted to say thank you so much for saying my voice sounds kind and warm, because I actually have been really, really dysphoric about my voice, and since it's sort of breaking, I still can't tell how it sounds. And also confidence in having a voice is a big thing for me so that was really lovely that you said that also I wanted to say that when I phoned up before I've only ever said hi Scotty and I feel so bad about that because first off producer Deb what a legend but also when I phoned up last week I wanted to say hello to the new people as well but um I forgot their names so I panicked but hello Scotty Tim, Maya, and producer Deb. There we go. And finally, inspired by the caller that shared about their slugs, I wanted to share my own slug story. Who knew this was going to be a tangent? Um, I used to live in Lewisham in a grotty little old house. And we had, like, 
bits of wall that were just open to the outside and missing slabs on the floor in the kitchen and stuff like that. And we had a terrible case of slugs. And um, this was around the time that I was really coming out and feeling my best queer self and venturing into dating and all of that. And I had this person over and we hooked up after a while of dating and I was so thrilled about this because I was incredibly shy about the whole process because it was just so new to me and you know what it's like when you're a baby queer and we hooked up and it was great and I was like so I was absolutely besotted I was so into them um but yes they came around the house and it was all good and then they left and then they ghosted me and I was very very upset by this I was like what should I do wrong they seemed like they were having a good time when we were doing the do you know but then I realised, after we'd done the do, the, the toilet was downstairs and it was dark at that point. You had to walk through the kitchen in the dark to get to the toilet and all the slugs would come out at night. And if you walked through in the dark, you couldn't move for slugs. You'd just stand on all of them. So I think that might be uh, the explanation for that one. OK, bye. Oh, lovely. It's you again. Oh, we love you. You're a good one. You can come as many times as you like. I'm sure you've said that before. (laughs) Oh, she's on a filth roll today. I'm so sorry, everybody. I've had a week. Just put it down to I ain't had me med. Now, we don't need to acknowledge those other people. They get far too much attention. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Whose podcast is this at the end of the day, everybody? Okay. Eye on the prize. <laughs> no, we do like the acknowledgement of Tim Meyer and producer Deb, full title to you lot. Deb, my mate to me. It's always lovely to acknowledge that it is a group effort. So there's that. Now, um, this case of slugs, well, this is going to turn into a story, isn't it? This is going to be like when everybody just wanted to call up and talk about fish and chips. I'm just going to have to deal with the fact that we want to talk about slugs. A terrible case of the slugs. Who would have thought that would be a thing that would be said on this podcast? But it is. Now, if we wanted to say that ghosting in this case was down to slugs, I am more than happy to say that. Completely removed to that. Completely removed to that. I just want to say that queer people ghost each other all the fucking time. And I'll tell you why I think this is. I don't think it is because of slugs. Because otherwise, I think we would have a slug pandemic. And we've already got one going on outside as it is. I think this is because when you're um, a queer kid going through queer teenage years, you're robbed of those sort of very infantile, childish experiences on a playground that sort of teach you, supposedly, considering how most straight men behave, parameters and boundaries and how to engage with each other and how to be kind to each other and what it is to let each other down and you know what it is to you know let out a secret or be told a secret and all of that sort of stuff essentially kiss chase if you remember such a game and I think queer people are so robbed of this experience that what happens is we often enact this as adults upon each other where we we act quite childish and then because of a crude a crude yeah that means uh what does it mean it just means a crude really because of a crude trauma not crude trauma that's another thing a crude gaining from the past and move oh anyway a crude look it up because of a crude trauma how many times am i gonna say a crude trauma because of that 
I think we also can be quite difficult and juvenile. And I know I've hurt people. I know people have hurt me in the past. Sometimes in macro and micro ways. Oh, yeah, she's full of the language today. And so I wonder how much of this sort of ghosting culture and essentially us being sort of dickheads to each other is to do with the amount of shit that we carry around with us. Anyway, food for thought. But let's put your one down to the slugs. Maybe they were just slug phobic. Hello, Scotty and all the crew. Well done and the newbies. It sounds like there's a whole little fam going on behind this. Well done for employing the masses. Kara here. I just want to dive in while the memory's fresh. Do you know what it's like getting baked? She starts thinking of all the things to say when you're listening back to the podcast. God, I can go into a family one at the moment about family forgiveness. Even at this ripe old age at 50, um, it's still amazing that family toxic environment, what's been manifesting around here. I don't know if you remember a message, I think I sent it into you, about my vile brother's fucking wife miserable pissed on Bailey's at Christmas Eve sending me that vile messages about fucking Christmas presents and I shared that with the whole load of the family had a real old fucking Christmas day of that anyway they haven't spoke to me since and forgiveness no forgiveness starts with me I don't need to forgive them jack shit because it's about forgiving yourself first isn't it and when they open up a dialogue to realize their actions it's just so sad and I'm just done so, you know, anyone else sort of dealing with that at a younger age, I've got my hat off to you because I think a lot of my attachments here with family was financial. You know what I mean? It's the golden calf here at the hotel with my mum and all that. Looking back on what's going on and people's behaviour over the last few months, the last few years of me caring for mum, I just realised we're on different planes. And that's why listening to you lot out there makes me feel so, so, so sane. You know what I mean? At this great age. And you wanted job interview stories. I'll never forget when I, I think it was impressing a boyfriend. Yeah, so where she thinks she's going to go and work? Yo Sushi. Yo Sushi's opening up the big Yo Sushi bar in fucking Sains- in Sainsbury's. <laughs> in Selfridges. And it had been open for a while and they were looking for a new manager, a floor manager, and I gave him a resume and they were like, yeah, come in for a troll. So I was like, I told you what to wear and all that. And I got up there and it was just so not me and catering. The Yo way. It was just all very surreal. And then I was sitting there just going, this ain't my job. And the, and the, she was area manager of Yo. And we sat at one of the booths. And by that point, I'd had enough. And I was sitting there and she was as a manager. In the Yo way, what do you think would hinder the growth of Yo? And I was like, well, everyone getting bored around this fucking conveyor belt of fucking sushi coming around and realising you're being ripped off. And when you go down to a local Japanese somewhere and the conveyor belt's not there and you get just as good sushi for half the money, I think we need to be aware of that. And at that point, she just looked at me, and I was like, yeah, go, I don't want this job. She went, yeah, we'll give you a call. Anyhow, that was my great job interviews. There's many. I've come out of a job interview and pretended to break my leg, so I didn't have to take the job. Stay strong, stay true, and most importantly, I need to keep remembering to stay me, and you lot stay you. Thank you. Oh, bless her, she's back. Lovely to hear from you, babe. Yeah, you're totally right. It's a dialogue, isn't it? If we're monologuing with the family, hun, it's not going to make for a good play. (laughs) That was a really tenuous analogy. (laughs) But yeah, you do need the dialogue. It needs to be 
back and forth. You know, I'm not saying this in anybody else's experience, but, you know, like, the family will be holding on to things that they believe or perceive to you to have done. And as much as they want to get that off their chest and have productive, well, who knows if they want to have productive conversation with you, but you've got to hear things about yourself, be them true or false, that then allow you to open up your conversation and say your truths as well. And so, yeah, you're so right. It does take two halves, doesn't it? Yo Sushi. Now, for people outside of Englandshire, because I don't know if it's reached, I know there's one in Dublin Airport, but I don't know if there's any anywhere else. If you don't know what this is, it's like a concept sushi restaurant in which you all sit around a conveyor belt and pick things for about a fiver. I mean, it's it's very Western approach to, um, I was going to say fish and chips, <laughs> to sushi. It's not really sushi. It's like tuna mayo for tamaki. Do you know what I mean? Japanese person would look at it and be like, uh, are you for real? But there was a time where it felt very modern. It felt very 2003 to be sat around this thing that you could pick and choose something from. And then uh, in some of them, they had a little robot that made you tea. That lovely. I really love this idea of you having choice when you go into a job interview, whether or not you want the job as well. I love that you've sort of demonstrated that, that you've been in these jobs when you're like, mm, actually, no, I don't want this job. I think every job interview I've gone into, I thought, oh, I have to have this. I've got to do this. Yeah, choice. Wild. Yeah, you're interviewing them. Oh, I love that concept. Right, lovely to hear from you, girl. Speak to you next week. And now it's time for, you know, you just know it's my favourite moment. And extra special moment because Armaya has created a little theme tune for it. Wait for it. Here we go. Second oh my. Just wanted to pop on following from the 10 second confession. That's a mouthful. Um, I once opened a front door of a boyfriend's to his wife. Yeah, that was fun. Oh, fab. Oh, delish. <laughs> I mean, maybe it weren't delish, but do you know what? This is the reason why we should all be queer polyamorists. There'd be absolutely no heartache or... Do you know what I mean? I'm sort of lost for words because I do think it's quite sexy. I know having sex with straight men or men who identify as having sex with other men or men who are sort of working it out. I know it's complicated, but it can be quite sexy at the same time. (laughs) Also, the EastEnders, very EastEnders. Love that mode for you. (laughs) if you've got a 10 second confession please do not hold back we are all here poised waiting for you to drop your moment hi scotty hi producer deb it's kirsten how are you both doing i'm back home finally had my surgery all went well 12.5 litres of pain removed. I look exactly the same because I'm a fatty bombay, but that wasn't the point in having it anyway. So I'm over the moon. One down, five to go. And um, I was sort of catching up on the pods as I was recovering, which was really good. So I'd put them on, sort of motivate myself to have a shower, (laughs) which wasn't easy. The swelling was like crazy. But yeah, the pods helped me. And I was cracking up at Scotty, choking on the crisp of my last call. 
<laughs> all right mama cass over there but um yeah i will say when you said never ride a tory well it's happened to me <laughs> when i say happened because i wasn't aware at the time a grand total of three times actually one of them including my husband <laughs> but i turned them all so I'm sure there's probably a phrase there, isn't there? Was it divide the legs and conquer, maybe? <laughs> but, yeah, never say never, you know. Could be a service to the country for all you know. <laughs> and, um, yeah, to the South London mum with the crying baby, find me. I wouldn't have a weird mum friends because I'll be fucked if I'm sitting in those baby groups with... The competitiveness, it's like being back at school. I tried it a couple of times when I had my daughter and um, no thank you. <laughs> but I hope everyone's well. Bye. Hi Kirsten, lovely to have you back. Oh, and I'm glad to hear that you're in the recovery position. I mean, not literally in the recovery position because that often means something bad's happening, but you know, like you're recovering in a position that feels quite comfortable. Anyway, I'm really glad that we got to the bottom of what I meant by recovery position. Now, I think if I remember rightly, it's lymphedemia, 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 You'll have to say it because, I don't know, sometimes you can read things and I'm just like, I don't know what that looks like. Now, I don't know if this is a prying question, but the first thing that I thought about, and you know, I'm all about demystification of these things because it helps us understand more about it and hopefully stigma becomes detached to it. But when you said you had 12.5 litres removed, in my head I was like, but what is it? Is it water? Is it like pus i'm not being rude genuinely i'm like is it blood i mean they can't no they can't scotty it's not 12 liters of, i mean you've only got eight in your body i oh, know you've got eight pints in your body yeah oh who knows or is it other is it like you know stuff and do you get to see it and what does it look like i guess those are my big sort of take-homes here i'm more than willing to see that you did do a public service there which meant that you did turn a few but I think you know you can put yourself at risk by shagging a Tory because they might be able to turn you that's the thing just as much as you're able to turn them to socialism they might be able to turn you to that thing that they do conservatism so you've got to be careful do you know what I mean always you know wear protection is what I'm saying and yeah shout out to the South London mums anyone who wants to get in contact with Kirsten let us know we'll hook you all up quite like the fact that there might be a, a weird group of people that might meet in real life <laughs> off the back of this. Actually, I'm not sure if that's a safe thing to do. Anyway, Kirsten, lovely to hear from you and I'm glad you're mending well. Hello. I've got loads of butterflies in my chest. Just need to calm down a minute. I've just finished my last therapy session she said that she feels like naturally uh, it's come to an end and she's really proud of me and everything. And the first people that I felt like telling was you lot. And um, it's a really big, it's a huge, you know, when you go to therapy and you feel like this person is there so that you can say how you feel and they won't judge you and you know when actually there are lots of other people that do that in your life and sometimes you don't even know these people and um 
you know, to have a sounding board and be dark, be funny, be whatever. Maybe it's good that no one talks directly back at you, but, you know, this podcast is like therapy for a lot of people. I fully, fully know that. But I just wanted to celebrate my last therapy after I've been coming here since November. So it's a long time to come every week. And I don't know what I'm going to do with myself on Wednesdays. It's weird that I've come out and done this. I've never come out and done a after the tone, after therapy. But today I felt like I should because it's a celebratory moment and I'm really proud of myself and I just wanted to share it. I feel like a strong woman. So yeah, send in big love. And um, thank you for being another version of therapy. Love you. Oh, it's my friend, my real life friend, Gemma, who started calling this podcast, (laughs) which I really love. Because um, sometimes I know the people that call up, like as in I know them from real life. But most of the time, I've got a fucking clue who (laughs) you bunch of cunts are. Gemma is somebody that I do know from the real world. Uh, oh god it's oh I, I thought i'd got away with it anyway i'm so chuffed that you've you've clocked therapy you've done all the levels you've got all the points you've killed the boss and um you've clocked it <laughs> like sonic the hedgehog babe you've aced it something my therapist always says which sometimes i think is just aggressive capitalism is like you'll always need therapy <laughs> think you're trying to keep yourself in a fucking job that's what you're trying to do but apparently you know the more that life goes on you gain more knowledge and you revisit things but they become hopefully less traumatic when you're revisiting them but you're just reevaluating them throughout your life so enjoy the respite hun congratulations i'm sort of two and a half years into therapy so when you said oh, i've been doing it for since november i thought oh my god i must be really shit at it <laughs> I must be so bad at it. <laughs> I just keep on. Week by week, my therapist is like, oh, for fuck's sake, would you get on with it? Listen, Jem, congratulations. Thanks for sharing it with the room. Honestly, mean that from the bottom of my fatty, clogged up, artery-filled heart. And yeah, whatever your Wednesdays look like from here on in, I hope you're as generous to yourself as you were for the last few months going into therapy because that's what therapy is about and it's about being generous to ourselves, being kind to ourselves and offering ourselves a bit of softness when the world's been a bit of a dick. Anyway, much love, girl. Speak to you in a bit. And that is everything for this week. What a lovely show. Oh, we had a lovely time, didn't we? We've done it all. Fish and chips, slugs, therapy... Lymphedemia, lymphedemia, um, yeah, Pauline didn't get a job, but the carer told us about, like, fuck it, you don't need the fucking job. So we've been all around the houses. Anyway, just a reminder that we do need your support over on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash after the tone. After the show, I will be publishing my show notes over there, so all the gang over there will get a quick look into what's coming up in the show before you lot do. Ooh, exciting. If you want to join the uh, conversation, hashtag, hashtag, hashtag. 
Hashtag, hashtag of the tone POD. We'd love to hear from you. But if you're feeling brave and you're feeling like you want to start a conversation or respond to anything that's been said, all you've got to do is open up the WhatsApp and send us a voice note to this number. 0788 200 3420 And support us on the Patreon and get backstage access to more knobheads like you. And that's it from me and the Off the Tone gang. I hope you have a lovely week. I'm going to go mend the ceiling, see if I can get a new laptop, and probably, like, maybe have a little cry. <laughs> but thanks for delaying the stress. Right, have a good one, and if I don't see you next week, you'll know it's just got a bit too much for me. <laughs> what a cliffhanger. Bye. After the tone, after the tone, is presented by me, Scotty, produced by Debbie Kilbride, vice producer Tim Bano, assistant producer Maya Miller-Lewis. ATT is a Debbie's production production. Remember to like, follow or subscribe to catch us every Thursday. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.